The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey, hey, Style Sisters. Welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. This is our last Linda episode in our Summer of Lindas. I got such great feedback from these episodes, and I'm just thrilled that you have enjoyed them. It's been fun to reminisce about my time with some of my Lindas over the years, and I'm glad that you're learning from them too. I will be adding more lessons from Linda to our regular episodes throughout the year, so stay tuned for that. Last time we had a Linda, I shared one of my first clients, but today's Linda came to me right before I left Virginia in 2018, making her one of my last in-person Lindas. Once I knew my family was relocating and I would be wrapping up the one-on-one in-person part of my business, I sent out emails saying, hey, if you've wanted to work together, if you've had this on your list, now's the time. And in those last couple of months, I was crazy busy working with my long-term clients, getting them in good shape, and all of the clients who had my services on their someday wish list and realized that that window was closing. This Linda was in that second group. She emailed me asking for open spots, saying that she'd wanted to work together since she saw me at an event that I did in February of 2013. So it was like five and a half years. And now she realized that she was running out of time. And she was not kidding. I had one time slot left. Linda grabbed my last open spot. So I asked her if she'd rather do a closet edit or a shopping trip. I didn't have time for both. I had to get those boxes packed before the movers showed up at my door. We talked a little bit and she told me that body-wise and lifestyle-wise, things hadn't really changed much recently. She just felt like she had a lot of stuff, but nothing to wear. Given that background, I told her that I recommended a closet edit, but she chose the shopping trip. All right, Linda's the client. We will shop. I know I've shared before that when I would shop with someone whose closet I hadn't been in, I depended on them to tell me what they needed. I'd send them a form to fill out to kind of do a closet inventory and also to prioritize what we should spend our time and their money on. So I sent that to Linda and we made plans to meet at the mall. We met up, we did our pre-shop chat, and I said, you know, did you have a chance to fill out your shopping list? And she said that she didn't. Okay, no problem. We'll just figure it out. In her pre-service questionnaire, Linda shared that she worked in a dressy business casual office five days a week, no jeans. And on the weekends, she spent time with her family and her friends. She wasn't struggling to get dressed for activities that were outside of her regular routine, And she wasn't struggling to get dressed for activities that were part of her regular routine. There was really nothing out of the ordinary and there were no glaring issues to fix. 
So I asked her about some key pieces that I know from experience are critical in wardrobes, thinking maybe we could start there. So I asked, do you have really great jeans? And she said, yeah, I think my jeans are pretty good. Now, normally I would have my clients wear their best jeans to our appointment, especially if we hadn't been in their closet. So I could assess their denim, but this was summer in Virginia. So I just had to take her word for it. Then I asked, okay, how about bottoms for work? That's usually another place that women struggle. She said, nope, she was good on that front. Okay. Well, how about these other basics? And I kind of ran through a list and she said she had all of them. I asked her what she wanted to focus on. And she said, well, I just really wanted to work with you before you left. Okay. One question clients used to ask me all the time, especially when they knew that they were the second or sometimes third shopping client of the day was, don't you get bored of shopping at the same stores all day? And my answer was always no, because every client is unique. The bodies are different. The budgets are different. The styles are different. For me, every client is like a puzzle. And the fun part is the challenge of making all of those pieces fit to solve their problems. But with this, Linda, I couldn't see the picture on the puzzle box, if you know what I'm saying. I couldn't figure out what I was solving. I've never been one of those stylists who just like to help people buy cute stuff. I want to help my Lindas buy cute stuff that they actually need, stuff that makes getting dressed easier or hones their personal style. Like I've said before, I don't love clothes. I love what clothes do for women. I love how women could use my services to solve these wardrobe issues that really solved bigger issues in their lives, like confidence or regaining a sense of self. That's what lights me up about clothes, not just, you know, walking around the store and picking out cute stuff. However, given that Linda didn't seem to have any wardrobe issues other than the fact that I was moving, I figured we were just going to shop for the fun stuff and hope for the best. So we went to the first store and I said, show me some things you like. Doing this helps me understand a client's style, especially if I haven't been in their closet. And Linda said to me, well, why don't you show me things you think would be good? And I was like, well, good for what? She didn't really have an answer. So I said, okay, I'll play along. I pulled a few things and I heard a lot of, well, I have something like that at home or I don't really need that. And well, I don't have anything to wear with that. So I was just kind of randomly grabbing stuff that I, that I liked because I didn't know what she liked. And I was just getting shot down. I kept asking questions to figure out what she needed or what she wanted, but Linda and I just could not find our groove, which was very, very strange for me. Normally, you know, maybe it would take me 10, 15 minutes to figure out somebody's style and to really get to what's going on beneath the surface, but Linda and I just couldn't get there. She did say in a moment of frustration with me, I thought working with you would be a lot different. And I felt terrible, like she's wanted to do this for five years, and now it's not meeting her expectations. But on the other hand, I wanted to say, yeah, usually it is different when I know why I'm here. But we just kept shopping, and, and there was no big breakthrough. There was no deeper meaning to our session. We spent our time together, and she went home with some really cute things. I hate that one of my last in-person clients walked away with the feeling like I wasn't worth the hype, but you can't win them all, friends. However, as always, there are things you can take away from my time with Linda. Today, I've got just two for you, but they're a big two that will absolutely change your wardrobe. Number one, first and foremost, 
You need a plan. I couldn't give Linda what she wanted because she didn't know what she wanted. And not everyone came to me with a big problem to solve. Sometimes it was just buying cute things, but we usually had some direction like, I want a few few fun date night things, or I'd like to look a little bit more polished at work. It wasn't like these women didn't have clothes. They weren't dire shopping emergencies, but at least they had some kind of plan for our time together and what they wanted to accomplish. Regardless if you're shopping with a professional or out on your own, you should never be without a shopping plan. It doesn't have to be a detailed list, but you should always know what you need or want. I have a list in the notes on my phone. If I notice something is missing from my wardrobe, like dressy tops, if my husband and I are getting ready for date night and I realize I don't have anything that makes me feel really cute, I'll put like dressy top on my phone. Or maybe it's workout bottoms and I realize that I don't love what I have, I just put it on my list. That way, when I'm in the mood to browse, even if it's just a target, I stay on track and my wardrobe stays well-rounded. Second, when you have general wardrobe boredom and ennui, do not shop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 for my Monopoly fans out there. When you don't know quite what's wrong with your wardrobe, putting more into it won't help. More stuff, more clothes, more clutter, more noise makes the problem worse. Please, please, please hear me on this. You need to edit your wardrobe first before you do anything else. I get that it's not as sexy or fun as shopping and adding new things, but it actually fixes the problem. When you really thoroughly edit your wardrobe, you know what you have, you know what you need, and you also have a better idea of which pieces will work into your wardrobe. A lot of women hold themselves back from buying things because they think, I don't have anything to go with this. Well, when you edit your closet, you know what you have, and maybe it would work. Also, I'm guessing that Linda's jeans weren't really that great. I'm guessing that her wardrobe was a mismatch of styles and she probably didn't have her basics nailed quite like she thought she did. How do I know this? Well, I don't, but I'm just guessing based on what 90% of my clients' closets looked like. This is why I suggested the closet edit in the first place. I feel like if I had been able to go into her closet and make sense of it, she would have had a totally different experience with me and she would have found it transformational and she would have been set up for shopping success with a list of things she needed. Granted, she would have had to shop on her own, but she would have been a much better spot. You've got to do the right things first, not just the fun things. I promise you, if you edit your closet well and then shop with a plan, getting dressed will be easier, your style will be better, and you'll save a ton of time and money. Okay, speaking of a shopping plan, have you downloaded our 100 wardrobe essentials checklist yet? If you haven't, head over to the show notes for this episode and grab it. Trust me, you're not going to need all 100, but it might help jog your brain and think, oh yeah, I don't have a tan trench coat, or I don't have a really good statement skirt, whatever it is. This will help you think through what you might be missing. Okay, there you have it. Again, thank you to all of my Lindas for being our case studies this summer. Have a great week and I will see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.